inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is our hour of power where we are living our lives like they matter. You know, we all have a great calling. We've been called. Some of us have been called out. And we've been called out to a to higher plane, to a higher level of living, to a, to a higher purpose. And today I want to suggest to you, or should I say ask you, how you doing? How are things going in your world? Because we all have our own little world, our own little piece of the pie, our own little fiefdom, if you will. There's a church I attend that uh, I'm looking for a church home. It's probably not my church home, but one of the problems I have for it is that the uh, it, it seems like it's a little fiefdom for the pastor. It doesn't seem like it's God's church. It seems like it's his church. Uh, and I really don't want to be a part of another man's mission or vision. I want to be a part of God's mission or vision. So if I'm going to build a kingdom, it better be God's because I'm not even building my own kingdom. So why would I build another man kingdoms, another man's kingdom under the guidance of a church that he runs like a small business, kind of like I run my small business? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to introduce you to some new things. Motto, slogans, mission statements sound familiar? Well, if you're a regular listener, then you know it does sound familiar because that's what I've been talking about this week. Uh, Tuesday, we talked about are you all in, about commitment. And then yesterday, we talked about compromise elsewhere because part of commitment, heart, body, and soul, right? If I take away your heart, I take away your body, and I take away your soul, what's left? Nothing, honey, right? It's everything you got. And so you got to realize that, you know, we can have all these slogans and mottos and mission statements. And with commitment, you've got to compromise in certain areas to stay committed in one area. You know, you can't serve God and mammon, right? That's what God says. You can't serve God and mammon. You can't serve two different kings because you'll despise the other. You'll neglect the other for the, for the one. And so this week when we were talking about are you all in or talking about compromise elsewhere, we've been talking about commitment and compromiso. We've been talking about mottos and slogans and mission statements. And think about those three things, mottos, slogans, and mission statements are words put together to tell another about the purpose of someone or something. However, words are nothing more than a whole bunch of letters put together without the energy to back them up. The saying is this, what you're doing speak so loudly that I can't hear your slogan, your motto, your mission. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to pull back the curtain. I want to open up my world to your world because we all have our own world. You know, Jesse Waters on Fox News, the Waters world, you know, made famous. I'm Jesse Waters and this is my world. Well, guess what? We all have our world. We all have our piece of the pie. We all have our own little thing that we're building. Remember, Genesis 1-1 says, in the beginning, God created. And we tell people, stop there. First introduction to God is as creator, and then we drop down 25 verses. Let us make man in our image unto our likeness. We're made in the God class. We're made to create. 
So today I want to pull back the curtain and let you into my world. And today I want to introduce you to someone that I met as I continue living my life like it matters in the world of Mr. Black. But, you know, part of what I do on this radio show and in classes, it's kind of like um, uh, the Wizard of Oz, you know, where uh, Dorothy, is, she's, uh, she's on a mission. Uh, she wants to get home. And along that mission, she sees a need and she meets a need. Don't you get it? That's what we're supposed to do. So those needs were called lion and scarecrow and right, all those things. And what she was doing as she was going from point A to point B, she got dumped in this place with munchkins and witches. And so she knew she had to get to point B, which is the Wizard of Oz, because at point B, she could get home. And so as she was going from point A to point B, she ran into people who had needs. And like any good leader, as Dorothy was, she lived by the principle of see a need, meet a need. And so she finally makes it to the Wiz. There it is, the awe and powerful Wiz Kind of like today's Biden administration, just a bunch of smoke and mirrors, just a bunch of people you don't know pulling levers. And there's a guy out front who's doing nothing but basically getting oxygen and getting food to keep him awake. Same thing with a little munchkin guy. And so they're standing there in fear of the Oz, ready to get what they came for. But where's Toto? Where's Toto? Oh, puppy. Here, Toto. Toto. And Toto's way over there. And he's barking at a curtain. You don't remember this? Oh, hey, John, why don't you remind them of what he said? Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. You see, there was no Oz. I'll say it again. You see, there was no Oz. It was just a whole bunch of people in the deep state pulling string, pulling bells, pulling whistles, making people believe that there was an Oz. In a way, that's what I do. I pull back the curtain. But what I do is as I'm going from point A to point B is I'm working to live my life like it matters. So I'm not telling you to do that. I'm being the example. And I know one thing that hurting people hurt people. And as I look out this world, I see so much pain. You know, I, I see all these people all happy about this and happy about this and this. And what I see is I see pain. I see hurt. I see hurting people hurting people. I see people in need, and everybody's telling them we're praying for you. Oh, yeah, we're going to help you, but no one's there to help. And so what I get to do today is I'm going to let you into my world. I'm going to pull back the curtain. I'm going to show you how to live your life like a man. Not only that, I'm going to show you how I do it. Not to say you have to do it that way, but I want you to know I'm congruent with what I teach. That's what I believe. And what I teach and what I believe is I do my darndest to live it. And I get to impact incredible people. Matter of fact, I got a, a, a listener yesterday, uh, signed up for class. A neat lady, Maria is her name. I haven't had a chance to talk to her, but I got an email from her. And I, I wanted to share with you why she said she signed up for class. And she's been listening there uh, in Minneapolis uh, for a while. She says, my primary reason for signing up for Leadership Awakening is I want help to change my mind, the way I think and make choices. I've hit a wall after unemployment, underemployment, and want to be inspired by persons who are positive, successful, better than I am, and who want to honor and live out their Christian faith. So powerful. Maria, I'm so excited for you. Thank you for listening. And I promise you, uh, God's got you in the right place at the right time. I have a CEOs I work with. And uh, one of my CEOs in California, I love this guy. He's a good friend, a good brother. I've been instrumental in bringing him back to God. 
and I do life caddy work. So once a week we're on the phone, spending time together, keeping them on path. And this is CEO of a $100 million company, pretty big company. And he said, thinking about our conversation yesterday, Black, he says, to have faith back then in the old days meant so much. If you stood with God, you ran the risk of persecution, enslavement, torture, and so on. So many of us say we have faith today, but we don't proudly announce and show it. Is it for fear of fitting in or being canceled? And I said, amen, welcome to my world. Why do you think I'm not famous and need people's help financially? Why? Because I share God openly. See, I live by the motto we're going to talk about today. See a need, meet a need. And we talked about mottos. A motto is, is basically a, a general motivation or intention of an individual. A slogan is a short and striking or memorable phrase used in advertising. Our, our motto on the U.S. currency, which the progressive Democrats and liberals like Biden are wanting to change, it says, in God we trust. Why is that so important? Because in money is what most people trust. So we, being a Christian nation that we were founded upon, just like Israel, we were founded upon Yahweh. And we were to depend on Yahweh. And today I want to ask you, are you functioning in a GOS or an FOS? Have you compromised so much to your commitment to this world that your words are mere slogans, mere mottos? A whole bunch of letters put together without the energy to back them up. So today, I'm going to welcome to the world of Mr. Black, and I'm going to introduce you to one of my friends, one of my neighbors. His name is Danny, and he'll be joining us after the break. My show is about helping people become all they were created to be. Well, we all occupy a body, and we don't know how it works. We are born into it. But man, that's a machine. And when you understand how that machine works, then you can work it more effectively. That's my outcome, to help people be able to make better decisions, have some hope, be inspired to be better today than they were yesterday, to live their life like it matters. Like It Matters Radio with Scott Black. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm getting ready to go out to class. 
See, what I do is so interesting. I do leadership training, two and a half day intensives. I do one to two of those a month all over the world. Uh, I'll be going to Mexico next month, Monterrey, Mexico for NIDEC. Uh, we'll be in Dallas tonight. We've got 16 people, which is a closed class. It's our maximum class size, although I have had more. Uh, and uh, two and a half days, uh, that's an alternate reality. Two and a half days, though we call the world of Mr. Black, where people uh, operate in a, in a function in a higher reality in the now moment. And it's transformational. Next week, you'll hear from some of these people who 48 hours after entering my classroom, after entering the world of Mr. Black, their lives are forever changed. I do this daily radio show. I do a daily scriptural text at wayofwarrior.blog. They send out to thousands of people the word of God. I make myself available. I do life caddy work. I do life counseling. Uh, I do, you know, PTSD work. I do people call me up when they're ready to end everything, end their life. I talk people from uh, taking their lives. I mean, this is what I do, and it's never scripted. I wake up every day and say, General Jesus, Private Black reporting for duty, sir. And I ask for divine appointments. I ask for traveling mercies. I ask that as, as I go through my point A to point B, that God uses me. I say, Daddy, whatever you're about today, I want to be a part of it. Please, Dad, here I am. Use me. Abba. And so what I do is I take a day and a weekend and a week and a month, and I make them a series of point A's to point B's because that's what life is. And in between point A's and point B's, things are presented. Obstacles. Opportunities, trauma, drama, people, people who are there to give and people who are there to receive. But unless you're tuned to the right frequency, unless you're tuned to the right station, you're going to miss it. And so today I'm pulling back the curtain to my world. And I am so blessed because I get to interact and meet people on a regular basis. Talked about a CEO who I, I work with in California. Talked about a listener who reached out to me. And you've heard many listeners. Probably I've had a dozen listeners who listened to my radio show, came on my training, uh, came on my, uh, went through my training, then came on the radio and talked about it afterwards. And it said it forever changed their life. But today... We have another man joining us. But what's different about this man is he's never been through my training. And maybe we'll never go through because of medical conditions. But see, part of my belief system, part of my programming, part of my mission, and you've heard me say it all the time, is I see a need and I meet a need. Because when I was younger, and even up till now, there are so many times I've crossed people who have means to help me, and I need some serious help. But uh, they're off in another country. They're building their third cabin. They're taking their third vacation this year. But they can't really help me as I help other people. Uh, they got their money's already going other places. They've already got it figured out. And I always think of First John three sixteen. By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. Now, here's what's interesting. Listen to the next verse. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in the word or talk, but in deed and in truth. And what's interesting is I've always known that verse, verse 1 John three seventeen. but if anyone has the world's good and sees his brother in need yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? But what did he say before? It was the context of that. 
By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. God's not talking about necessarily dying. I'm not going to die for my next guest. I don't plan on it, at least. But what I'm going to do is use my resources, use my means, use my influence, use my ability to help this brother. Because I see hurting people out there. And one thing I learned a long time ago is a natural law that hurting people hurt people with a flesh operating system. But if you can change that to a GOS, change your operating system to a God operating system, then you can be hurting. And because you hurt, you see another in pain, and then you want to help that person in pain. Because greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. In your weakness, his strength is perfected. We must decrease so he can increase. So I want to welcome you to my neighborhood. I feel like, uh, you know, that guy put on a little jacket, right? A little sweater, right? Welcome to my neighborhood. Won't you be my neighbor? And so today, I want to invite you to meet a neighbor of mine, a friend who I met along my journey going from point A to point B, and I'd like you to meet him too. And so let's uh, go to the phone lines, and let's go to phone line number one, and let's welcome Danny to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, my friend? How you doing, brother? You all right? Well, you know, uh, unfortunately, and I don't get to say this often, uh, today you got some bad news, so I think, unfortunately, I'm doing better than you are. But uh, all will be known in due time, brother. But uh, that's why we're talking today. But uh, Danny, uh, Danny's last name, McCann. You know, funny thing is, uh, I didn't know your last name. And so this morning, Danny said, what's your last name? He said, McCann. And what's my first response? Wow, it's a good Irish name. Now, here's the cool thing, Danny. McBeth, McBeth, McBeth. Yeah, that's that's why my first thought was the Mick. You know, so all of a sudden, my mind. This is how we all work. It's not prejudice. Uh, it, what you what people think of. It's prejudging. My thing when I hear a Mick, Mick, I think of Irish. Now it's not true, but that's what I think of. A lot of things we think of aren't true, right? So I think yeah. of that. Now, Danny's a a, a, a big man. Uh, he's got he's got melanin. He's a dark man. He's he's a great barbecue. He's a great uh, coach. He's a great man of God. Uh, but he, uh, what, if you think of an Irish man like McGregor or something like that, you know Connor or whatever, yeah. that's not what Danny looks like. Danny could eat Connor for lunch. That's how Danny's a yeah. big guy. He's a big. I don't, know about, I don't know about that, but yeah, thank yeah. you, brother. Thank you, yeah. So uh, you know, I did not know how we met. You know, uh, I live in this place called Everman, uh, and uh, you know we're at the end, uh, low end of our our financial spectrum right now. Uh, we used to live on twenty two acre ranches, and uh, we used to hide out. I'd go out and help people to hide out in my little ranch and um, uh, about 12 years ago uh, God felt, uh, felt the need to remove me from that ranch and we hit a very uh, deep uh, financial slum and so we wound up by the grace of God getting being able to get a house in this neighborhood and and nothing personal but uh, we don't look like most people live in our neighborhood I think Danny knows that you know we, we look a little different which is okay I, I love everybody I don't care about your skin color I don't care who you share your bed with I don't care what bathroom you use that's between you and God that's not my deal uh, and so um, you know, we're out there, my little boy, my little boy, Benaya, who's as white as you can be. He is little, so little. Uh, he is a little bit underdeveloped. He's a great heart, great little man. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he doesn't have the physical stature based on daddy and mommy uh, that uh, Danny's kids have. <laughs> 
You know, they got better genes for that than my kids did. And so my little boy wanted to play baseball. And I don't know if you know the story or not, Danny. I just heard it last night, so I'm sharing it. And so um, my, there's my wife's out there with my little boy, new neighborhood. You know, we, we don't look like everybody else, which, again, is no big deal. Just giving some factual data. Uh, and he's out there with a lot of older kids, my little boy who's never played sports. And my wife says that the, the some of the older kids are picking on him, you know, kind of being rough with him, all that. My my boy's kind of egging him on. And so uh, my wife jumps in there and plays mama bear. Say, hey, what are you doing? It's a little kid. Don't treat him like that. And they weren't my wife. My wife just told me a story last night and they were in line. Uh, getting tacos. And Danny, the man who's on the radio with me right now, has a son. Uh, what's your son's name, Danny? Cantrell. Little one? Cantrell, the Cantrell. little one? Yeah. yeah, Cantrell. And so my wife said this. I'd never heard the story before then. That you're standing in line with your wife, I think, Cantrell. And uh, my wife was telling me what happened. And you looked at your son, Cantrell, and you said, this is your friend. You will look out for him. This is your brother. Right? I mean, and yeah. that's how we yeah. met Danny. Do you remember that experience at all? Oh yes, there was. We were there talking around, and they told me to get picked on. Actually, Kentrell said something, and Kentrell's small too for his age, and um, mm-hmm. he gets that. So when we seen him, I love your son. You know, I gave him a nickname, and um, <laughs> what do you call him? What do you call him? <laughs> I call him white chocolate. So yeah, white, white chocolate. chocolate. I love it because <laughs> the way he, the way he, the way yeah. he, the way he gets down out there on the baseball yeah. field. So yeah, he does. Yeah. My son basically, <laughs> my son basically said, and I told him that my son, they're gonna look out for him. Even my daughter, my daughter's older. They, we, we, yeah. we love you, my wife. We, are, we love, yeah. we love Manai, but we call him white chocolate just yeah. because every time he yeah. gets out there, he gives us a show. It gives us a yeah. show, so you know, yeah. and, and we love y'all. I don't. We don't look at color and stature. Yeah. We look at the love and the love that he brought yeah. to the whole baseball yeah. team and your wife and y'all. And then I know that you love me. You feel you feel in love with me from the, from that. Uh, That's right. Shop. Amen, brother. So well, he's and, got you know, well, Danny's Danny's got a weight in my heart. He's he does the meat, so it's kind of like Arby's commercial. Danny's uh, has a business where he does smoking, and he smokes meat, and he does an incredible job. And so, Danny kind of bribed me. He found a way to my heart is through my barbecue. <laughs> I love love good barbecue. Like he did me some ribs the other day that I've been eating up three days, and they were some of the best uh, ribs I've ever had. Matter of fact, Danny, what's the name of your business? Um, it's called MacBeth Services. Macbeth services. Macbeth services. Yes, sir. Macbeth, awesome. Sure. And um, how do they get a hold of you? I because mean, he does uh, smoke meat throughout Dallas, Fort Worth, Metro. How do they oh, reach yeah. out to you? Um, you can go to um, the uh, uh, Facebook page of Macbeth Services or Instagram is Cafe Cafe on We. It's Cafe on Wheels, so it wouldn't let me spell out Wheels. So it's Cafe <laughs> on We. <laughs> C A F E O N W H E E. So that's that's, that's, that's Wheels without the L S. Yes. Wheels and Danny. Yeah. Hey, and uh, the reason I have Danny on today, too, and we'll get to this after the break, is, uh, you know, Danny's going through a lot like a lot of us are. But I want to share with Danny because Danny, uh, I found this out through some other people. Danny actually didn't tell me directly, and then I reached out to him. So I want to tell you what happens in the world of Mr. Black. I get a chance to cross paths with great people. One of those people I'm introducing to Danny. uh, And Danny has a need, and we're going to talk about that after the break. So I'm Black. Stay with me. We'll be back 
Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's, it's, it's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. That's okay. but it's, 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 it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, I'm inviting you into my world. And today, we're calling the show Welcome to the World of Mr. Black because I live a unique life. Uh, I am a child of God. I'm a warrior for God. Uh, I operate um, under a God operating system. There's only two operating systems, FOS or GOS. It's kind of like Macintosh or Apple. I'm sorry, Macintosh or IBM. Uh, it's basically, it's Windows or Apple. Two operating systems that we go by. Same thing in life. You either got a GOS or an FOS. You either got a flesh operating system uh, and you're building your own kingdom or you have a GOS, God operating system, and you're a conduit. You're a warrior. Uh, you're the hands and feet for the God of the universe. And so uh, my world, I get a chance to meet a lot of different people all over the world with a lot of different causes, with a lot of different needs. Uh, and I am so blessed that I get to call these people friends and brothers and sisters. And today we have a brother of mine, a friend, a man who I met uh, on my son's uh, baseball team, but I've got to know. He's a coach. He loves his family. He's a dedicated father. He's a man of God. He's an incredible smoker of meats, man. When you, when you get some of his food, I'll tell you. You'll never leave Danny's side because he'll be there. He'll be there. So let's welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, Danny. Hey, Danny, appreciate you being with us, brother. Yes, sir. How you doing? 
So you got a lot going on. So uh, the reason uh, you and I are connecting, and I want you to know, uh, Danny's been really hesitant about this. You know, Danny, uh, uh, when I told Danny what I want to do, I want to help him out because God put him in my life for a reason. Uh, Danny's been very hesitant, uh, not wanting people to feel sorry for him, uh, not feeling basically worthy. That quote, I, I think your words to me one time was really, I don't know if it's really a good cause. And I'm going to tell you right now, dude, you're a good cause. You're a living, breathing human being. You're a child of God. You have family. Uh, you involved in the community. You pour into young men, especially uh, men in a lower economic region, whether it be black or brown, because it's not about the skin color that matters most. What matters is socioeconomic background. If you don't have stuff to do stuff, right? You know that. Uh, 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 it's not about skin color. It's about what do you have available to you. And most people in the area you and I live, they don't have a lot available to them. And so people like you and me are supposed to step up, and you are. And so Danny has a good cause. He is a good person. But tell me what's going on. You found out uh, something about your ticker. Tell us uh, your medical condition. What's going on? Um, it's actually called CHL, congestive heart failure. Uh, I found out in um, about 2000. It was hereditary, first of all. Um, so I found out mine got real bad 2014. Uh, my first son, he was actually a sophomore when I found out. And I was at uh, 14% then. Um, just to give you a little background, you you never have 100% of your heart, but you have 80% at the most, 85 But anything below 40% is called congestive heart failure. Well, um, in 2007, I was like at 48, but I was 28, 30, not paying attention, being young and dumb, um, just not paying attention to my blood pressure, but just, Real quick, uh, 2014, it went to 14%. Uh, and I held that because I was doing summer track, like you said. I was helping the community. It doesn't matter if the kids, everybody needs help. That's how I felt. That's why I got my joy out of everything. And um, the data went up to, I got it up to 18%. When they told me that I was at 14%, they basically told me there was no way I was supposed to be doing that. But I know the reason wow. being, you know, God has the case me through all this um, because they said I was supposed to be on hospice. So if anybody knows about hospice, and I'm pretty sure you know what hospice, they say, basically yep. it's your deathbed. So yep. they said, no die. way I was You go there to die. Exactly. So they basically said there was no way I was supposed to be doing everything that I was doing. Summer track, training the kids, doing what I'm doing out in the summer, out in the heat, um, walking the track, everything on my own. And now it has just depreciated to the point to now, I think I'm at like 12%, but I, now to where I need a heart transplant now. Um, I've been denied, um, UT Southwest in Dallas, and now I just got denied yesterday in um, Houston. Or whatever. So hold on, let's I'm, I'm stop a little there for overweight, a minute, so. but I'm not that much overweight. Yeah. So. Let's stop for a second so. there because so you were turned down by Dallas and then you had hope and you were going to Houston and just let you know, guys know because this is why we have Danny on. You guys uh, donated to him. I think we've given Danny twice $500 just to help you a little bit. Uh, your trips to Houston cost you easily six, seven, eight hundred bucks, I'm sure. Uh, and he had to just yeah. go up there, get hotel rooms, take his family, beg doctors yeah. to help, go through all these tests. Uh, and he went back and forth a few times and, you know, working to fund it all. So I want you to know, our listeners, you've donated $1,000 to Danny to help him, but he he was going along. We we're all hopeful about Houston, but then you just found out the other day from Houston that you've been denied, correct? Correct. 
they come here yesterday at five forty five. Said I was denied and they they got a small they're a small organ place, but I was felt like why they didn't tell me this in the beginning. So right now my me and my wife is working on something else. Hopefully we can go to Chicago. Um but right now I just really just just gonna continue to do what I'm supposed to do and help everyone. I'm not too really worried about everything. I try not to worry about it. You know, I'm here for my wife and my kids. And of course, you know, I'm here for God first thing, but then my wife and my kids, this is the reason why I'm fighting on to do what I need to yeah. do. Uh, this morning, just to let you know, I, I was fixing my gate. I just fixed my fence because my dogs were getting out. So that was my exercise this morning. <laughs> so I just try to do things that shit that I ain't supposed to do, but I'm just going to continue to push forward, you know. And me and you have well, plenty of conversations, and you don't got on me about uh, being prideful and not, you know, working for yeah. it. I just feel that I feel that I have to be able to give because I get so much more out of it. You know, yep. and then just receive it. So, well, no and Danny, you had said some things to me, Danny, really important. You had said, and you got emotional. Said, I want to be there for my kids. I mean, when's your daughter graduate? You want to, you want to be there for your daughter's graduation. When does she graduate? Um, she actually, she will be a sophomore uh, next year. So she got three more years. But so the you want to be there? Me, like I don't even have a year. Two years to even yeah. make it. So, and you got a wife who's dependent on you. You got kids. Oh, you got yeah. not only your kids, but you got kids all throughout the community that look up to Coach Danny. Yeah, you're yeah. firm. Yeah. You're tough. You're yeah. a child of God. You. I mean, I, I, one thing I loved about you, Danny. I went to a game. You weren't there, but your wife was there, and your daughter on that. And even though you weren't there, you were on the phone, and your daughter's hanging out with a friend who wasn't <laughs> really good influence, and kicker, and your wife's there, and you're talking. I mean, that's an active parent because. Danny knows that the devil's working to get to his kids with all this uh, going on in the world, with the hatred, with the uh, promiscuity, with the devil pulling on our kids. And Danny knows that. And Danny, when you were talking to me, you got emotional. You got emotional. I want to be there for my my mom and dad. Your mom and dad's still alive, correct? Yeah, yes. I'm I'm their only child. So that's that's another reason why I don't want my parents to, nobody should bury their child. I do not want my parents to, to, to bury me. I'm only 44. So, you know, uh, I, that that really bothers me, having my parents my parents to bury me, and then who's going to look after my wife and my kids? That's, that's, and look after my parents. I'm supposed to be here to look after my parents. I'm supposed to be here to look after my wife and my kids. And this is what, what, what I'm here to help who I can on the way. You know, so it's just, it's very emotional. And I'm not going to break up on your show. But uh, no, I'm really gonna hold it in. But you know, I did it with you, and I apologize yeah. for doing it. But it was no. just, it was just very, very hurtful that someone can look at you and really just look at a human being and not want to put their hundred percent in to help that person. That's just that's not what God put us on here for. It's put to love each other mm-hmm. no matter what, you know. Yep. And even though it loves like a bird. Though, Mr. Black, yep. I still yep. love them regardless because yeah. they don't know. And maybe me being nice and loving will help them with the next person, you know? Amen. So. Amen. And what we want to do is we want to help Danny. We don't know what the future holds. I don't know. But I want to be there with Danny. Uh, I know God's got this under control. I don't know what God's plans are. Uh, Danny doesn't know what God's plans are. But I do know this, that 
it's appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. And all of us that are listening to my voice right now that hear this, we're going to, we stand before God someday, whether it be the white throne judgment under the beam of seat of Christ. Uh, we're going to have to ask, answer the question, what did you do for Danny? What did you do for that gentleman I sent in front of you that needed some people, that needed some money, that needed some help, that needed some prayers, that needed some care? How did you help your brother, my son, Danny McBeth? And boy, I'm going to tell you, uh, he won't ask me that because when he looks at me, Danny, he's going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You help my, my son, your brother, Danny, when no one else would. And so uh, uh, here's how you help us. Uh, if you go to our website, go to flipcause.com, flipcause.com. There's an entire page we put together on Danny with some explanation pictures. 100% donations. We are registered 501c3. Every single dollar that you donate is tax deductible. Every single dollar that you donate, we will send to Danny. We'll pay some bills. He's got medication. How much does your medication cost, Danny? <laughs> oh, you want to discuss it? Uh, right now, yeah. I'm at a, about 1100 a month. 1100 a month is steady decreasing, so... Like eleven $1, hundred yeah. a month right now. Yeah, and so uh, you know, grads, we we gave him a thousand dollars for two trips to to Houston. That didn't even cover that. It doesn't even cover his medicine for an entire month. So come on, help us help Danny. And Danny, we're with you or walk with you. This is not my choice. This is because God told me. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a slave. I told you, you were, you were so appreciative of what I'm doing. I said, Danny, my good book tells me this. You don't thank a slave for doing what the master tells him to do. I'm just doing what my master, your Lord and Savior, my Lord and Savior, Jesus told us to do. And he said, you see a need, you meet a need. And so go to uh, flipcause.com. It's under uh, medical bills on the donations page. I'd love to hear from you. Tell us, Danny. Uh, uh, we're going to keep you updated on Danny. Uh, you can text me, email me. Uh, if you send some money, if you want to uh, communicate directly with Danny, I'll get you his contact information. Uh, but, Danny, we're here with you. You're not alone. God's with you. We're here with you. Uh, and you got to stay around, dude, because you got to keep me fat. And I need that smoked meat to keep me fat, brother. <laughs> All right, my friend. We're going to hard break. I appreciate you. And uh, you're not alone. Remember that, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you very much. All right, my friend. We'll talk soon, buddy. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Black. And today, welcome to the world of Mr. Black. After the break, I'm going to give you some good meat and taters. Be right back. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and I'm getting ready to send out to on a journey. I'm going to go to a hotel at 3 o'clock in Dallas-Fort Worth, and at 5 o'clock, I'm going to open my classroom door in 16 individuals from all over the country, from all backgrounds, all different skin colors, all different religious beliefs, all different socioeconomic backgrounds, all different traumas, and dramas, and in 48 hours, they will become brothers and sisters. In 48 hours, they will become new creatures. In 48 hours, 
uh, everything will look different in 48 hours. They're going to feel the ultimate control of their life in 48 hours. They will be in a mindset where they are committed to live their lives like they matter. Why? Because they got a chance to spend 48 hours in the world of Mr. Black. And who is Scott Black? Well, it's easy. If you want to know anything about a product, you go to its motto. You go to its slogan. You go to its mission. And that'll tell you about that thing, about that person, or about that process. So who is Scott V. Black? I'm committed to dying daily to myself and my desires. I'm a conduit of the Holy Spirit. It is not I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. I'm the hands and feet of my Lord Jesus Christ, and daily I put on his heart and his mind. I'm living the method. See a need, meet a need. My mantra is to fulfill all the divine appointments that God has planned in advance for me and to live my life for my Lord and for others, being the best father, husband, leader, human, and child of God that I'm created to be. I commit to do all these things daily until I can hear those words from the Bema Seat of my Christ. Well done, my good and faithful servant. I'm committed to do this with passion, heart, body, and soul. Now tonight, when I open that door and those 16 people come in there, they're not coming to a religious training. Oh no, it's secular training. There's not a piece of scripture in my manual. My training comes from the Japanese school of Kinrisha Yosei Gako. It is the Harvard of Japanese leadership schools. Uh, it is based on Dr. Edward Deming's Kani, Constant Never-Ending Improvement. Today we have Six Sigma, Lean Sigma, Lean Manufacturing, all. Why do you think I go to Mexico to work with companies like NIDEC? Why do you think $400 million companies like Molded Fiberglass Group pay me to send their people to my training and then bring me on site? Why do you think $100 million company or something like a Iron Mechanical in Sacramento sends their people to me, pays me to be their life caddy for the executives, pays me uh, to come out there on a regular basis? Because they know who I am and they know whose I am. Why? Because of a motto. Remember a motto? A short sentence or phrase chosen uh, as encapsulating the beliefs or ideals guiding an individual family or institution. Why does this matter? Because we are focused creatures. We move in the direction of our focus and we focus in the direction of our movement. And logotherapy tells us we have a, we have a will to meaning. That our entire purpose that we are created is to have purpose. You know the uh, great thing, you know who William Booth was? William Booth was a founder of Salvation Army. And you know what? In 1865, William Booth was invited to hold a series of evangelistic meetings in the east end of London. He set up a tent in Quaker Graveyard, and his services became an instant success. His, he's renowned as a religious leader, and it spread throughout London. He attracted followers who were dedicated to fight for the souls of men and women. And today, you have something called the Salvation Army, which again, is technically, isn't there just to preach, is there to help, but they do so. And you know, some of his great sayings, I, I love these sayings, his quotes of his. He says, not called, did you say? Not heard the call, I think you should say. Put your ear down to the Bible. Hear him bid you go and pull sinners out of the fire of sin. Put your ear down to the burden, agonized hearts of humanity, and listen to its pitiful wail for help. Go stand by the gates of hell and hear the damned entreat you to go to their father's house and bid their brothers and sisters and servants and masters not to come there. Then look Christ in the face, whose mercy you have professed to obey, and tell him, whether you will join heart and soul and body and circumstances in the march to publish his mercy to the world. Woo!
He also said, while women weep as they do now, I'll fight. While little children go hungry as they do now, I'll fight. While men go to prison in and out, in and out as they do now, I'll fight. Where there is a drunkard left, while there is a poor lost girl upon the streets, while there remains one dark soul without the light of God, I'll fight. I'll fight to the very end. Man, these are the two points. Don't you get it? When someone's down, you help him up. And while he lives, make sure he has food, shelter, and work. Ladies and gentlemen, what are you living your life for? What's your purpose? Do you have a slogan? You know, slogan's nothing more than short and striking or memorable, memorable phrase used in advertising. Right? What's your slogan? See, that's a mission statement. What's your catchphrase? Do you have a mantra? You know, I love the concept of a mantra. Right? A mantra is a little bit different. A mantra almost has religious overtones to it, but it's not necessarily that. A mantra is a motivating chant. Like the, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, right? The little engine that could. That's a mantra. Something to repeat over and over to yourself. Monsters are structured formula of thoughts, claims Silburn. Who was it? Uh, Farkur, I think is how you pronounce the name. Concludes that mantras are religious thought, prayer, sacred utterance, but also believed to be a spell or weapon of supernatural power. Isn't that incredible? Zimmer defines mantra as a verbal instrument to produce something in one's mind's eye. And see, that's why we got to remind ourselves. Remember, the greatest commandments in the Bible have nothing to do with sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Has nothing to do with um, idolatry or adultery. And by the way, those are all bad. So please don't hear me saying they're okay. I'm not saying that. But those are not the greatest commandments. The greatest commandment in the Bible, number one, the thing told to us most often is to remember. Remember whose you are. Remember that he'll never leave you and forsake you. Remember why you're here. Remember you're a conduit, not a cistern. Remember that we want grace, mercy, and understanding. And since we want grace, mercy, and understanding, that we need to give grace, mercy, and understanding. Remember, as Jesus was getting crucified, beaten, tortured, stripped of his skin, he didn't hold a grudge. He didn't keep a pound of flesh. He didn't keep a record of wrong. Matter of fact, what he said was forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. See, I live by the motto, see a need, meet a need. But I have a mantra. I have a mantra. Before I open my classroom door, before I go to anything deep, I have a mantra. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. In my weakness, his strength is perfected. I must decrease so he can increase. That's my mantra. I say it over and over. It reminds me of why I'm here. It reminds me of who I am. It reminds me of whose I am. Greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. That's First John 4, 4. Year of God, little children, have overcome them. Because greater is he who is in you than he that is in the world. See, in writing to his dear children, the Apostle John tells them that the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. The contrast here is between the, the, the flesh operating system and the God operating system. If you're following after the God of this world, you're following the Democratic Party, you're following the deep state, you're following it's reality. I mean, we're lied to about everything. We're being programmed. They control the narrative. It's Joseph Goebbels and Adolf Hitler all over again. It's just Joe Biden's a nicer guy than you thought Joe Hitler was. That's all. But they're doing the same thing. They're controlling the masses with, you know, Joseph Goebbels' propaganda. In my weakness, his strength is perfected. Second Corinthians twelve nine. 
Paul quotes Jesus. Jesus said that. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And then I must decrease so he can increase. You know who said that? John the Baptist. John the Baptist spent all his life for a six-month ministry. John the Baptist was rough around the edges. He wore camel's hair. He wasn't invited to too many dinner parties. That's Mr. Black. And you know, last time I checked, the one dinner party he was invited to, it cost him his head. 1 John three sixteen through 18, by this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us not love in worded talk, but in deed and in truth. Please, why are you here? Are you in a God-operating system or flesh-operating system? We need your help. Donate. We got a 501c3. Go to likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. Go, we want to specifically help Danny, go to flipcause.com. Go under medical bills. You'll see it. It's helping people. There's a lot of hurting people out there. We need your money. You know, salvation's free, but ministry's expensive. There's a lot of hurting people out there. You could be a conduit. There's only two forms that we can be, vessels. You can be a cistern or a conduit. A cistern holds things like the Dead Sea, but nothing comes out of the Dead Sea. That's why it's dead. You gotta ask yourself, what are you doing with God's blessings? What are you doing with God's resources? What are you doing with this gift called life? Are you the hand and feet of God, or are you building your own kingdom? Go to likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit and help us help others. I am Mr. Black. When you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.